Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. So even within your passion, you're going to be excited, but then you're immediately going to have to do the work and that's going to pull the excitement away. So I need you to know you're not going to feel excited all the time about your passion. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of Light Pink, best-selling author, three-time fitness world champion, and I'm a crazy multi-passionate entrepreneur. My journey has taken me everywhere from being a broke waitress, barista, retails associate, and personal trainer with massive anxiety and no belief in myself to later becoming a multimillionaire in love with my life. In 2007, my husband and I lost everything. We found ourselves hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt at rock bottom. We had no ideas and I had no education to fall back on. This is when I found personal development and learned everything I could about business, not by choice, but because I realized no one was coming to save me. The conversations on this podcast are going to let you know that you're not alone 
and that we all feel like we don't know what we're doing. We're going to give you the tools to help you face your fears, take action, start your business, and grow those massive dreams that are keeping you up at night. It's time to create a life that you can't hide from and put so much on the line that your higher self is forced to come out. You're going to stop waiting for someone to approve of you and you're going to anoint yourself. Because I'm obsessed about building businesses that give women a platform, I want to feature you. So if you text the word podcast to 310-496-8363, you can get your questions answered on our Q&A segment along with a shout out. And if you rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, we're choosing someone every month to get coached and featured on our show. It just might be you. So let's get started. everyone. Welcome back to Questionably Awesome. Evans, I have missed you. How have you been? I have missed you so much and I have been great. How have you been? (laughs) So good. You guys, we were going to catch up before this, but I was like, you know what? Let's hit record and we'll catch up. So it's been like two weeks since I've gotten to talk to you, which just really sucks. Life just got super busy and we weren't able to connect, um, Mm -hmm. which is super rare. But now we're connecting and it feels amazing. It's it's even better than I remember. I know. It's like a warm summer's day. <laughs> it really is. What's been going on? Give me the two-week summary. Oh my gosh. I just feel like all of a sudden we're we're social people again and uh-huh. we have so many like real human. I've been I've been having so many real human moments with actual people. How okay, so how has it been? Have you been like oh, this is rough. Or have you applied anything that you're like, you know what? I'm going to say no to these things. Make sure that I have recharge time. Or how's that been going for you? It's been really fun. Uh, I still feel like I don't really know how to converse properly, but, um, have we, uh, wait, have we ever, like, I just want to be super clear. Like, have you and I ever felt like we actually are like, yeah, we're nailing this. Not one single time. No, I I love you because I feel like I just resonate so much with the awkward human side of like, which by the way, I wouldn't know that about you at all until you tell me and we get in small groups. Like, yeah, I just, I'm reflecting back to so many times when I'm like, just come over here. I need to just like have you stand here and we can be weird together. (laughs) It's the best. It really is the best. So you, you feel like you still don't have the conversation thing nailed. Um, what no. are, like, why tell me how weird it is? It's so weird. Like, am I holding too much eye contact? Am I <laughs> saying the same thing enough? Like, I feel like I'm repeating myself a lot. And then I'm like, wait, did I already say that? Did I already ask like how your year was, you know, people are just, we're getting, we're getting back out there. There's a lot more to talk about. It's kind of like, Hey, how was your year? Instead of like, oh, I just saw you two weeks ago. Like, yes. how was your year? Except at the same time, you're like, I don't know. I did the same shit you did. So I drank more, I ate more, getting back into working out. Like, That's exactly it. And then when people ask you, I don't know what my answer is. It's because we all just kind of like, we're like, I don't know. Okay. We're trying to figure it out. Like, I, I feel like there should just be a pass and be like, should we, should we even have this conversation? Or right. do you want to have a, a conversation about the future? Yes. And you've been connecting to real humans too. I have. And it's been so great. 
Um, yeah. And I also think that I'm applying like the, you know, if I don't want to do that, I'm not going to do that. And also make sure that I am connecting because it'd be really easy for me to hermit, but I'm also so aware of how important a network is not only just for mental health, but also just for business. So to make sure that you are making those connections is, is insanely important. I've been talking a lot about your network and letting people know your dreams and asking the right questions. And it's the only way to move forward. And also I know you and I share a lot in common with like the, it's really easy for us to hermit, but then we can find ourselves really depressed and anxious, like not being around people. It's almost like we think we don't want to be around people, but then we need them. (laughs) So it's finding that it's, it's like striking that balance and figuring out what that is. Like how many awkward conversations do I need to have to feel good mentally? You know, that is so true. And even I'll get like, I'll be working at home for so long and then I'll forget, like, I'll get nervous about going to a coffee shop. Do you ever do that? I'm like, I'm oh, yeah. scared. Like, I don't know how to act. In what do I do anymore. here? Like, what if my computer loses a charge? Like, there's too much risk. Yes. There's too much. Ri- there could be too much. Ri- what if I have to go to the bathroom and I just set up everything? Do I have to ask this stranger right. next to me to watch my stuff? Yeah. That's all the what things we have diarrhea? to get back into. Yeah. Diarrhea is super normal in coffee shops, especially. You don't know what kind of blend they're doing. In fact, going to the bathroom in coffee shops is literally the worst because I feel like it's people who are all blocked up and they're like, oh, you know what? I just need to go down to Joe's, get three shots of espresso and let it blow out. (laughs) And there's only one bathroom. There's always one stall for males and females. And you're like, oh, crap. Literally crap. And it's like really constipated people getting their fix and being like, oh, they've got a great bathroom there. So. This is why, this is why maybe we don't go out, you know? Man, I think people have really, have really missed this content. They're getting a lot out of it. People have really been just, they're just like, oh, finally, I can play the hero in my life again and share all of these interesting, unique details. Thank you, ladies. Thank you for making me feel smarter. Um, Hey, you got a quote? Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know who said this. Um, but they said you were in the driver's seat. You get to choose. You call the shots. You can create anything you want. There's a magic in that, but it comes with two caveats. You must start somewhere and you're the only one who can make it happen. Did you mm. say this? No, I did not. Because a lot of times we'll write down your stuff. No, nope. I don't know who said it. I, I don't really use the word caveat too much. So okay. that was a telltale sign for me. Well, it could have been you. You never know. Sometimes if the words get big, I'm like, "Mm," I was starting to try to take the credit for it. And then I veered. So (laughs) So before before I said that quote, I got on Google to the (laughs) thing that you can like practice words on to make sure I was pronouncing it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. I do things like that all the time where I'm like, actually, I'm having a moment. Have I been mispronouncing this word my entire life? Like there are actual words that I found myself using just because I I was having to have conversations a lot, talking to people this last week. And I was using words that I'm like, is that a word or have I made that up? Like that is just, I'll have to think of what word it was, but it was a particular word that I was like, oh my God, I use this for a lot of things in life. And I I know what it means, but do other people? Because have I... I think sometimes what we do is we take two words and we create these fake words and we think it's the word and we're screwing it up. So um, if we've lost you there, it's okay. Maybe you're not our people. It's fine. You might want to tune out. Um, Okay. So my quote, again, doesn't have someone quoting it. 
I don't think you said it because I just found it on a quote tile just this moment. But I do keep quote tiles from you. So, you know, I have a whole folder of Evan's quote tiles that no one has ever seen. All right. This says, oh man, this is real basic, basic, basic stuff today. Stop saying I wish and start saying I will. That's all. Oh, that's a good one. It is because don't we always go, oh, someday I would love, I wish I could have a house here. I wish I could, you know, do what she's doing. Okay. Maybe I will have that one day. It's a very powerful place to come from because you're like, well, if I will, what would I need to start doing now? Instead of I wish is very, very passive. Like there's a lot of things we do in life that are extremely passive. That is like, it's just a waste of breath, a waste of time and a waste of thought. Because if, if it's just going to actually make you feel worse because you're saying it in a, a wishful way, you might as well just choose presence. Like, I think that's the whole thing with what I love talking about on this podcast is it's, you're not right or wrong for wanting big things or not. Like that's, there's no right or wrong where Mm -hmm. I think that people can go wrong in their lives is want like really desiring big things, but like just wishing, wishing for it and thinking like saying that they can't do it or not taking the action on it. So it's kind of like, if you don't, I'm losing my train of thought. It's just like running down the tracks right now. No, it's good. It was good. It's essentially like, look, if you, if you know, you're not going to take the action for the big things, like if you kind of know that about yourself, then I actually think it's better to settle into getting present deep into gratitude for the things that you have and creating dreams within the container that you know is going to be what you can achieve or what you know that you're willing to do. Because knowing what you can achieve, like, you can achieve way more than you think. It's just settling into and yeah. getting, you know, satisfied with the life that you have if you know you're never going to choose to take the action. Does that make sense? That's that was advice. like a very roundabout way of getting there. It makes total sense. And it's great advice about taking that action. Thank you for that validation. I was feeling like I was just giving bad advice, but you reminded me how great it was. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for reminding me. Um, do we have a question? A yes. review? Oh, we do have a review. Great. Um, This is from Heather for the win. Ooh. Yes, Heather for the win. Heather for the win. She says, all right, enough is enough. Whenever I've had a rough day, (laughs) I open this podcast and the show speaks directly to me and my specific challenges. It's like Lori has been chilling in my brain all day, sipping on a light pink, listening (laughs) to my issues, and then records exactly what I need to hear. It's insane. I've been following Lori for the for some time now. And while, while I've always loved her content, I'm in a season now as a business owner where I feel I need more alignment with her message than ever before. Thank you for showing up every day. You're doing so much good and pushing me through a mental roadblock after mental roadblock. Keep it up and thank you. Oh, I just love her. And she totally knows that I go and stalk. I drink late pink. I get super drunk and then I go stalk her. Just kidding. Kidding. I don't Heather do that for at the all. Win. But Heather for the win. I'm so glad that that the podcast can be just a, an, a resource for you and a reminder that we're all in it together. I just Amen. love reviews and, and that people even take the time to send us something lovely is just the sweetest thing ever. So thank you, Heather, for the win. Do we have questions from our other amazing listeners? Yes. I'm just going to randomly put my mouse on one. Okay. <laughs> um, this is from Kelly Tyan. Tyan. Kelly Tyan? Yeah. 
She's in the network marketing space as a health coach. I'm looking to build my team with strong business-minded people. How do I market this on my social? I've been coaching women in health and fitness for 15 years, and I think people are a little intimidated to think they have to have my experience, but I know it's not true. How can I draw more people to my team? And can you answer the very, or uh, say the first part of the question one more time? She's asking how can she market? Uh, she says she's looking to build her team yep. with strong business-minded people. And how does she market that on her social? Okay. So this is really interesting because network marketing is, a you know, I actually think network marketing is completely identical to building pretty much every other business um, that's out there. And I believe that when you are attracting people to it, um, you are attracting them kind of with, okay, it is a little bit different because you also have to be, you are kind of the brand that you attract them to the company with. So I think that in order to attract business builders, you have to figure out what that type of person is looking for. So sometimes if you are leading with the product, um, a lot of times that's not going to even attract people necessarily. So even with brands, big brands that are out there, like you think of Nike, like they're very aspirational. They are attracting people with, um, you know, the idea that like you are going to feel strong. You're going to feel athletic. Like this is going to make you feel a part of something like this is an identity. Um, you know, if they just threw up shoes from the beginning of time and didn't put anyone in them and just said, this is our product, like there is no identity there. So I think that you have to remember that people need to be attracted to something. So a lot of times business builders want to build a business because of a lifestyle and also because of the way it's being built. So they want an attractive day-to-day, meaning they want an attractive life while they build something. It needs to look fun. Um, And also they need to know what their reward is going to be. So I think that that is how you have to attract people. When we were attracting business builders and network marketing, we had majority of our business builders come because we were on vacations, because we were you know, we had the houses that they wanted because we had to show or talk about what cars we were driving or how we were able to take care of our parents or how we were able to send these people on vacation or take care of this person's housing or give back in this way. Like those were really the things that attracted um, the business builders. And I get that you can't do that right away from the start, but what you can't, you know, and you're not going to be attracting depending on what level you are in your business. And I, I, I believe um, Kelly's been in it for a long time. Um, but let's just talk to the beginners as well for a while. If they're like, well, then I'm, I suck at this and I can't do that, Lori, because you know, you, I don't have the means to be doing those things yet. Yes, but you can be attracting, you know, people, um, at your level or right behind you. So you can be a lot of times with network marketing, you are kind of getting together at events or going on trips and things like that, which is incentivization enough for majority of smaller business builders. And then as you grow, you'll attract those other people who are bigger business builders as well. And the smaller business builders will also grow into bigger business builders. So long story short, how do you attract those people? You have to remember that you are the brand while you're doing that. So you have to show yourself building the business in an attractive way. Um, If you're just showing yourself at your computer every day, I don't want that life. I don't want to be stuck at my computer every day. Like it's the people who you're like, oh, oh my God, are you in Bali? Are you, wait, where are you? Are you in California working? Are you in, 
you know, like even are you at a coffee shop? Are you working with other people? Are, does it look fun? Are you at a team building event? Like, what are you doing that makes yeah. this look attractive? Because nobody's ever been like, you know what? Cubicle life. Tell me, tell me how to do it. Like, yes, if, if people aren't attracted to my stuff, if, if I feel like my life is boring and my stuff is boring, that means to the external world, your shit is boring. Like, so Chris and I say that all the time. We're like, our likes are down. Our story views are down. We're not attracting as many people. I'm like, I just looked at all your stuff for the past week and it's real boring. I'm like, that's why. It's not the algorithm. It's your rhythm. It's bad. So (laughs) it's your boring ass rhythm. Um, So long story short, Kelly, that was more me talking to myself saying, even, even with light pink, it's like, why aren't people joining my list? Have I talked about it? Have I made it look exciting? Have I turned it into a lifestyle or am I just like buy my product, you know, or I need you to build this business or I'm looking for business builders. Why, why is that attractive for them? Like, what's the opportunity? Like, what is the value add? What are they going to get? You know, I always think of sales copy pages. It's like, you can't talk about your, like the event of come to the event. It's this state and this state and this speaker will be here and it's at this place. Big freaking deal. How is my life going to change? Paint the picture. Tell me about like what outfits I should pack. Like literally tell me about the experience and how I'm going to transform, who I'm going to meet, how I'm going to feel, how this is going to impact my life later. Like all posts should be around that. Like how could this be great for my life? Oh, that was great advice. And I love paint the picture. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I I have to remember to do that. Like paint the picture or invite them into the picture, right? Like invite them into what you're doing and bring them along. So there's always like two different paths, like bring them along for the journey so that they are learning. So you're adding value in that way. You're educating and they're learning and they're seeing, um, or paint the picture. So you're adding value for their future as well. So yeah. That can be used in all kinds of hiring. Absolutely. Like every, everything, every job, every right? Guy. You're not going to go to a job and be like, you get, and you get this cubicle and you're going to be doing probably four to 600 emails per day. Like that's not really going to sell that person. So no. <laughs> that's just a task. Should we try to answer one more? Yes, we should. Okay. Okay. This is from Bethany Coken. Oh, Bethany. I'm just going to call her Bethany K because we're just going to do it up. Bethany K. Finding my passion, that's what has me stuck and often feeling unmotivated or undisciplined. I want financial freedom, but I don't want to do something just for that. I want to be excited about it. Oh, there's so, this is, there's so many, so many roads. It's so many branches to this. Okay. So finding your passion is total malarkey. It literally in the beginning is like the thing that's going to stop everyone because if you, it's going to stop everyone from actually taking the action. They need to figure out what their passion is. So even within your passion, you're going to be excited, but then you're immediately going to have to do the work and that's going to pull the excitement away. So I need you to know you're not going to feel excited all the time about your passion. So I think that we need to first figure out that in the beginning, you probably aren't even remotely clear on what your passion is because in the beginning, you don't actually know what's all out there. Like you don't even know what you could apply it to. 
So you're going to have to start dabbling. There's going to be at least two to seven years of dabbling before your actual true zone of genius really reveals itself. So this is called the experimental phase where you are just trying things to find out what you enjoy about things and what you're good at. So that's why it's a block in the beginning is people don't even know. You don't actually, unless you've really gotten to apply it in many different areas on your own, you don't actually even know what your true passion is or your true calling because you might be good at something that you don't even know exists yet. So with that said, let go of finding your passion right now and look into getting curious about what feels fun and what you're good at. Um, And sometimes what feels fun and what you're good at are different. And sometimes what feels fun, you don't get paid from that. So what you're good at may not feel fun, but it gets you paid enough to start going, I'm really good at this. I could build this and then I could build a team and then I could get back into my zone of genius but I've built the thing that's going to pay me later out of the thing that doesn't excite me. Does that make sense? So like I was good at fitness. I did not love it. Did not love it at all. Like I actually did not love owning a gym. I was really, really good at it. So I would have to reframe and let go like personal training all the time because I was like, I am so good at this. It doesn't light me up. Like I loved helping and transforming people, but I don't love working one-on-one with people. It's not my zone of genius, like being a coach. Yeah. I like working with the masses and I like ideating, like coming up with ideas. Um, But I needed to be paid off of that thing. I needed that thing long enough to get me into something else that I could start getting curious about and uh, start trying. And from the next thing, it was like, I was really good at coaching because I was a trainer. And so I coached for a while because it made more money. And I was like, okay, I'm really good at this, but it's not lighting me up in the way that I want. So then I was like, oh, I'm really good at events. And I, it wasn't lighting me up to be hosting events all the time after a while. So I was like, okay, you know, I love speaking, but I don't so much love this event part. How can I, now I have the money to be able to hire this part out. So then I was like, oh, I kind of get to show up and just create the content that I love and speak. So there's there's two sides to everything. It's like, I didn't love the, you know, putting on event side and having all the meetings and all of the details, but I had to keep doing them in order to get myself out of the details so that I could make enough money to do that. So I think understanding that this is just a, a time period of like, yeah, you're gonna have to do a lot of shit that you don't wanna do, but you're also gonna be good at it. And it's gonna be that thing that leads you to, more of your zone of genius. And I think the end goal is like even your passion, like I am in my passion right now and yet it's coming with so many things that I don't want to do. I'd say 70% of my day is things that I'm good at. I'm good at figuring out problems, but I I don't love doing what I'm doing right now. Like I love it because I do love figuring out problems, but it's hard. And if we were just in our passion all day, I actually want to like, I actually want to challenge you and say, I don't think you'd love your passion because we we feel most passionate when we're also being challenged and stretched. Um, and if it was easy, that'd be like saying your passion is, you know, eating chocolate. Like that's essentially oh, what it would start to be. That's one of my passions. Look, very passionate, but you can only eat chocolate for a couple hours before your passion makes you sick, you know? <laughs> and so that's what you have to remember is, is true passion is like the willingness to be in new arenas and explore new things and be extremely stretched, expanded and do tough stuff you don't like. So- Release the passion. Go with the oh, a- that's action. Good. 
release the passion, go with the action. You could do that as a co-tile. Well, I mean, I think it's, I think it's missing something, but I do, I like where it's headed. So I do too, because I think I'm like this too. I have this little story in my head of where what you do should be just like this magical, happy work day every single day. <laughs> look wonderful. I'd but love that's to. not how life works. No, I don't think there's ever even one magical work day that's like, oh, unicorns all day long. It's like, right. okay, you're solving a problem. Then you're in something you love. Then you're solving a problem. Then you're like, and that takes presence. That takes like learning to enjoy, like really be present for what is in front of you. And yeah. like not escaping the moment and thinking that your passion is going to be better. Cause then that just makes your present feel like if my future, you know, I'm only living for the future and it's going to be better Then you're always trying to escape your present moment when there's actually, I mean, this is kind of a, it's not sad. It's just the truth. And, and when you actually grasp it, it turns into something lovely, but it's like, it's not going to get better than this moment that you're in. It's just not, you have to learn to make this moment the moment. Oh, Lori, you're dropping some good stuff today. I don't know. I took these drugs earlier. I'm just kidding. I didn't, but. (laughs) Did you take a Benadryl? No, I'm not even on Benny. (laughs) All right. So grateful for everyone. Evans and I are going to sign off because we are going to jump back on and we are recording two in a row today. Just thought I'd let you know the magic of podcasting. So we'll see you in next week and essentially five minutes from now. Yes. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community. And everyone is talking about the power of community. Without an online community, you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement, which is what I know that we're all after. And you can build trust or monetize your audience. When you get community right, Not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody going to be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes, and accept payments all in one place kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. 
you can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14 day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number? For real. My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday. I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back. And I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group. Then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about, or they just forget. 
That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori.